Hello. Hello, Marilyn. Good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm feeling very professional this morning. Oh, good. We can all use a little bit of I'm that. I'm wearing, wearing three neckties. Three all at once. where you would expect. Uh-huh. Not where you expect. I see, I see, I see. Uh-huh. You, you do not see. No, friend. I want to, but... Very professional. Um, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you? Yeah. Oh, all right, I'm all right. Kind of tired, but you know. Uh, you know. Yeah, my sleeping patterns have shifted, as you know. Has it shifted yet again, or staying staying no, shifted um, as they were? I mean, I definitely sleep more. I go to bed and get up later. I take a nap almost every day. I now have sort of firewalled this part of the day to um, somewhere between like, um, so what, probably 2.30 and 4, trying to take like an hour nap. Yeah. 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 It's good. I like it a lot. I've let, I let go and I let God, Dan. That's, that's what I did. Oh yeah. Well, no, that is, that is good. It's always two things with me. Second of all, I let God. And first I let go. Cause when you don't worry about it anymore, then you can take a nap. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I totally understand. <sighs> between two, two thirty and, and four. Huh? What? That's when you nap between two thirty and something like that. I mean, don't be creepy, you know? <laughs> no, I'm going to, I mean, I'm not going to be checking up on you <laughs> much. No, not that much. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I don't have much today. I've got some follow up. What's on, what's uh, what's going on in your neck of the woods? You know, I mean, that's the weird thing is like, I don't, I don't have very much to report. I mean, we did get a few <laughs> email responses. I do have a new thing that I'm trying to, to get, uh, hmm. which is always helpful, uh, to ask the listeners, but Really? That's, that's all I've got. I mean, I just, you know, it's, it's weird. It's a weird time. It's a weird time. My kids are finally both, finally both just fed up with all this crap. They're just done. They just finally hit the point where they're fed up with everything. What is the, how does that express itself? That frustration, I guess. What, how, how do, how do you, uh, I mean, what, what is it about and how do they express that? My, uh, my daughter expresses it, I think, by feeling like she she plays Minecraft with some of her friends, a couple of her friends, and now the friends are, they're all fighting each other. They're all angry. They're all, this person told this person this, and this person said that, and this person is moving out of the Minecraft house that they built together and making her own house, and, and the other one <laughs> is going to go, you know, like it's it's all very... Small when you think about it from the adult standpoint, <laughs> but to like them it's big. It sounds like we had. It's like the sleepover we had for my kids. I think it was ninth birthday where we had seven girls her age stay over, which is like mm. almost three times too much. And there were so many inter Nicene arguments. People who want to go to bed early, people who want to go go to bed late. Everybody sleeping in a different room because then they got mad and had to go sleep in a different room. And that, that's I think is that about your daughter's age? She is eight. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a complicated time. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think that's when a lot of this sort of status stuff is starting to kick in a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, with, with young gals. And so, she, yeah, that okay. Makes sense. So that, I think you're right about that. And so that 
And so what would she wish were different, do you suppose, right now? I'm, I'm, I'm not, honestly, I'm just asking. Well, I mean, not, she's I, a super social girl. Mm-hmm. She loves seeing her friends. She loves school because it's the social aspect for her. She gets to see different people and talk to them and play. And, and you know, she gets so little of that. And so a lot of it has been through, yeah. like, you know, I think like for kids, one of the social networks I think a lot of people don't even think is about as being a social network is is Minecraft. I mean, mm-hmm. you build things together, yeah. you play together, you can explore and, and there's ways to play it where it's there's fun, there's games, there's all kinds of other stuff that can happen in there. And I think that became or has become kind of a social outlet for them. And so all the stuff that, you know, that you want to get out of real world interaction, you can't get. So it kind of tries to happen there, but that's not a very good substitute for it. That's not a very good, you know, thing to, to try to do there. So this is a very, this is, we're into the what, seventh month of this, at least sixth month. Um, I guess, you know, the, the fourth month of the like lockdown type stuff, but you know, it's, I feel like it could be easy for adults to forget how different time feels when you're a kid. Yeah. Very about different. This, how like, how like for us, for a man of my age, it's like, Oh my God, Christmas music now. Oh, yeah. we just did that like right. three months ago. Right. And when you're a little kid, the school year feels the equivalent of five years long for the way it feels for an adult. Like this must feel like an eternity for someone her age. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure it has to. And for my son, I think he's just finally gotten it's It's much easier for him to, enjoy video games and YouTube and stuff like that. And so for a long time, that was just kind of cool for him. But now even he's saying, I just can't be in this house any longer, you know, like, I, and it's like, there's even, even just say, like, I can't just say, Oh, let's just, I'll just go to target, you know? Cause like, that's like a whole thing of like, well, what time are you going to go and right. which, how many masks are you going to yeah. wear and how long are you going to spend inside? And you know, they don't really want you to do that. And like, you know, so we go on walks don't t- and don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. Don't be touched. It's not like, like we used to go to, well, now they're all closed, but when my kid was real little, we used to go to Borders all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, at the mall near our house. And we just, you know, whatever on, uh, you know, sometimes in the afternoon or evening, we just scoot over after, after uh, like uh, preschool, you know, we just scoot over to, to Borders and we mm-hmm. just hang out. Like <laughs> most of these, all, so many kids like, like laying across the aisle reading anime and stuff like that but like you could get a coffee and you could hang out and you could get a toy and you could get a book you know it was a it wasn't just that it was a retail adventure it was just a little bit of an easy destination with like known enjoyable stuff we have a library one minute walking from our house (laughs) that has been closed for two two three months something like that now you're just denied all of those opportunities to have a destination right that where you could just go find adventure. You can't even go out to breakfast anymore. It's really, it really sucks. It really sucks. I mean, all the things, yeah. I mean, everybody listening already knows this, but you know, there's an effect, there's a side effect of having everything that you, uh, everything that you do has kind of a, a different way of doing it that you can't just do the normal things that you want to do. Like you can't, meet someone for lunch, you can't even really get lunch, you know, and it's, it's just such a strange time right now. And I know I've known a number of people that have had to travel or have been doing traveling and the, the extreme measures that it now takes to, to travel. And then is that even safe? And who's, who knows that's if it's on my safe? List. And- I, I, that, that's a topic I'd like to talk about today. Let's come back to that 
I because I know I'm not trying to stop you, but I I I I want to I want to put on our Nostradamus pants and look into the future about what industries it's difficult to imagine not changing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Either going away or f- like fundamentally needing to like sort of rewrite how it's done. Yeah, yeah. I feel. Uh, See, it's always, I feel like this comes out as, also, for some reason, I'm reminded of the wonderful, uh, well, the 30 Rock part of the 30 Rock special was wonderful. The Peacock shows look like garbage, but the 30 (laughs) Rock part was great. If you're a 30 Rock fan, obviously, do not miss this. I have watched it three times, and it's so good, but there's so many great lines. One of my favorites is uh, Jenna Maloney, you know, Jane Krakowski's character. She says something like, Liz, this quarantine has been the hardest on hot extroverts. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, really, it's kind of, you know, it's sort of like Roderick and I were talking about people being denied their platform. Extroverts don't have a platform right now. Like, what, what are you going to do? Like, I don't know, sh- paint your nails or detect cake on Instagram? I mean... Uh, I, so this, again, now another wonderful, uh, Jenna term, uh, backdoor brag or humble. What does she call it? Yeah. Backdoor brag. I don't mean this to be a backdoor brag. Oh, that's um, a new term for me. What does that one mean? Oh God. What's the, it's in the, um, so Jenna's telling Kenneth. So Kenneth wants to be the page who goes to the Olympics in Beijing and Paul Shear is undermining him and he has to write his essay. And he's, he's like, I don't know, Miss Milani, I, I don't know what to say. And she's like, well, do the uh, backdoor brag. Like, um, <clears throat> oh, well, you know, it's hard <laughs> It's hard for me to watch American Idol because they have perfect pitch. And, <laughs> and he goes, oh, oh. He goes, <laughs> she, she goes, you try. He goes, it's hard for me to change... It's hard for me to change the channel because there's a water bug on my clicker. <laughs> anyway, back to our break. Okay. All I was going to say was, uh, ah, I feel so fortunate, 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 because there's ways in which if my kid was one year younger or one year older, it would be so much harder. But the fact that she exited public uh, life, having friends with iPhones and iPads who she could text with, FaceTime with, um... I mean, I'm not saying it's it's easy, but I think she's very mentally healthy. She gets up every morning, dresses all the way, sometimes puts on a cool hat. I mean, like, she, it's I, I I barely do that. I wear the same thing every day. But she's like she's she's having fun with it. She gets to be in a um, little kind of a bell jar, not a petri dish, but she's right. like in her own little vivarium where she gets to try stuff out. Like, and, and not have it be criticized by, you know, <laughs> kids at school or whatever. But, but like, you know, and so, but that's not going to last forever. And uh, certainly I have to imagine her math skills are probably going down the toilet right now. Because um, I don't like teaching math and she doesn't like learning math. <laughs> right. I'm, as, and by the way, so it is the same story for me and everyone else probably in the country. I don't know, man. Roderick sounds like he's practically a, no, he's a, a you math know, dork. Yeah, but I mean, he's like, oh, I'm, you know, asking her, you know, what's 24 times 14? I was like, I would need 15 minutes or an iPhone to tell you that. I, yeah. I don't, how, I mean, I do 25 times 15. Oh, that's better. I just got to jump in, Merlin, with a quick thank you to Squarespace. Squarespace lets you turn your cool idea into a new website. You can showcase your work, blog or publish content, sell products and services of all kinds, promote your physical or online business, announce an upcoming event. Whatever it is that you want to do, you're going to use beautiful templates created by world-class designers, everything optimized for mobile right out of the box. 
200 extensions to choose from for your domain name. If you want to register with them, you can. Built-in SEO, free hosting that's built into your website. You don't have to worry about uploading a file to a different place. It's all right there inside of Squarespace. 24-7 award-winning customer support. You can think it, you can dream it, you can make it with Squarespace. For as low as 12 bucks a month. Pretty amazing, huh? Squarespace.com slash it's your show. That's where you go. That supports the show. Just go into that URL. Okay? But when you're ready to sign up, you get that free trial. You're ready to launch. You're going to use the offer code. It's your show. One word. And you will save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. So thank you very much to Squarespace for supporting 5x5 and back to work. Ding, ding. Um, so, but like, he's uh, like a math wizard. He's got all his multiplication tables memorized. Like he's ready to, he's yeah, ready to wrote teach on that, 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 uh, wrote it on that, uh, table or whatever. That's right. Um, the, what was it I was going to say? Excuse me. Coffee drink. Mm, mm, mm. For example, yesterday, um, my wife texted me to say, oh my God, uh, she and three of her friends got together. They get together on FaceTime almost every afternoon and they were playing ukulele together. They'd all been in ukulele class together. So they were all playing, you know, like obla di obla da and you'll be back from Hamilton together. Um, so that's good, but you know, it's, I'm, I kind of such a broken record about this, but you know, I, I don't think you have to be a professional um, psychology expert to know about the important stages of development, the windows of opportunity. Not, not, not to say a, a window that closes forever, but things are difficult or less difficult at a certain time in life. I've, I've heard, for example, that it's much easier to learn a second language before age X. I'm not sure what age X is, but something like probably five, six, seven, eight, right? Mm-hmm. Something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That, that you're, you're, you, there's so much uh, sort of uh, <laughs> moist fecundity in your mind that you can absorb a second language without, obviously without diminishing your first language. But like that, that is a, that is a, uh, that is a use, not an avoid. Use. The use is learn a language when you're very young. Then of course there are the avoids. Like your kids should not see a screen before they're two. There's all those kinds of things. But I, I, I know, I mean, I can't cite literature on this, but I know how important certain kinds of social interaction are at a given age right. range in order to be in a position to move to the next thing. You know what I mean? You can't. Generally, when you learn arithmetic, first you learn addition and then subtraction and then multiplication and then division. Well, you know, you're not going to you're not going to learn the quadratic equation if you don't know how to subtract. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like exactly. I, I wonder what what 6 months of if we're doing this right and please people, I hope we're doing this right. 6 months of almost no exposure to other people. But importantly, you're also lacking other people's exposure to you. Like you don't get the, that's six months of no uncle. That's six months of no grandma. It's, you know what I mean? It's six months of, for damn sure, a lot less sunshine, even in San Francisco. I don't know. It's just, but even all, and then let me, with all of that said, I, uh, I'm, I'm one of those panicky people that thinks we need to shut everything almost all the way down. I think we need yeah. to go at least to the bananas April levels of shutdown at this point personally i mean i mean, I keep hearing is, things that say that if you know if if everyone yeah. cooperated for like two six, weeks six we'd weeks be fine yeah six weeks i, I, I didn't even two hear weeks, it's even no, less well now i've heard I've, yeah well there was a very interesting headline yesterday from 
interviews with a bunch of teachers about what, okay, listen, y'all say you really want schools to open. Are you willing to do these things? Because this is mm-hmm. what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. And the headline was something like, um, I didn't read the article, but I just saw the headline. It was something like, um, if, if you ever want your kids to go back to school, you're gonna, everyone will have to stay in their house until September. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but, no. you know. No. Because, well, and the other thing is, you know, I've also heard that, like, if we all wore a mask and social distance yes. correctly for to you know and here's yeah, what i yeah. want to know here's what i want to know and i'm not hearing this i'm not hearing this story and that is i'm not hearing stories from people who say i i wear a mask all the time i social distance and i still got sick yep. that's the thing that i have not heard and mm-hmm. i'm not saying that that's not happening i'm saying i'm not reading it in the news and i'm not i'm not hearing it anecdotally i'm not seeing or hearing that at all from anyone and what that tells me if you combine that with what scientists and and doctors are saying is uh that that actually works that if two people yes. are wearing masks and they're social and distancing yeah. you, there's zero i mean zero strong word you're not going to get it. That's what they're saying. Well, You're not going to get it. No, I, 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 I totally agree with you. I have not heard a ton of those stories. But if, if I did hear stories about that, I would think that's totally normal. The thing that, here's, so there's many things I did not get about this initially that I still, again, I mean, I'm not a professional anything title. Um, but I, <laughs> um, but one of the things I didn't understand was, um, boy, there's so much stuff where we need to get away from black and white thinking where we need to get away from, you know, the, the, everybody's second favorite cognitive bias. If it's not all of this, then it must be none of that. It's, you know, uh-huh, okay. You know, like, well, you know, if, uh, if the masks don't work 100% of the time to 100% save me, well, then, you know, what, why, would I wear, why would I wear a seatbelt? Uh, you know, a, a cartoon-style bank vault could still fall on, me, on my car, car. And you're like, well, yeah, but that's such a non sequitur. I mean, if, if having a mask on reduces your chance of exposure and reduces the chance of other people's exposure, that's good. And like, why don't you be a big boy and wear your mask like a person? Um, but so back to the thing I, I had not understood is um, two, two words from this pandemic I don't love, um, shedding and viral load. Yeah, yeah. I did not realize that it's very much not an all or nothing proposition that you can be, I guess, exposed to a little bit a little of bit. the virus from right. a little bit, <laughs> just a tip. The um, But you could be exposed to just a little bit of somebody who doesn't have it a lot, I guess, and you're less likely to get it than a huge exposure with a, with a lot of shedding from somebody who has it a lot, which finally explains why you could have like one bar that ends up causing 150 people to become ill. Right. Because, you know, one person in there going, blah, 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 trying to scream over the DJ while they do the funky chicken and screaming at some lady. Like, yeah, well, if that person's very shetty and loady, two of the less known nine dwarves, um, the, you know, that, do you follow what I'm saying? So if, you're, so if you're around somebody who doesn't have it and you have a mask on, no harm, no foul. If you're around, if you're, if you're both wearing masks and somebody has a, a smaller amount of the shedding or viral load or whatever it's called, well, that's good too. And if that person has a lot, well, it improves your odds. It right. improves, yeah, improves your chances. You know, it's, you know, I had still, a, I mean, 
it's somebody that I know uh, recently took a trip. They flew on an airplane and they went to stay with older relatives. And I thought this was like a completely crazy thing to do uh, right now. Mm-hmm. But, well, you know, what she did is she was um, she wore, you know, a mask that had two layers and a filter inside of it. When she was on the plane, you know, she didn't she didn't touch anything. She used hand gel religiously. She pointed the vent at her face because they say just even mm-hmm, like you're mm-hmm. just just what you're saying, even a little bit of air movement can be enough mm-hmm. to make all the difference in the world. They say that, you know, like opening a window in a, or in a room where there's lots of people and letting a breeze in can reduce yeah, it. Yeah, by like in X the pandemic, percentage. they taught school outside. That's how right. they kept schools open. Right. It's a and huge so, difference. Yeah. So like like she did all of that stuff. And it's been three weeks now. She's fine. Uh, But, you know, but the kind of thing is like people aren't, they're not doing that. And then my response Mm -hmm. was great. That's, that's fine for Merlin. But what do you do when the person (laughs) three feet away from you is one of those people that has their nose popped out of the mask for whatever reason? Oh, what if you're sitting next to Ted Cruz and he's enjoying his can of soup with no mask on for five hours? Right. I mean, like, that's the thing is, is it's not. I saw something on Twitter that was saying the reason that oh, I'm not going to deliver this well, but they were, I'm not even going to try to reproduce the joke cause I'll, I'll get it wrong. But they were basically saying like the reason that this didn't work in America is because we said, um, you should wear masks to protect other people. And mm-hmm. um, you know, the joke <laughs> is Americans don't care about other people. They only care about themselves. And it's you know, funny cause it's true. It's true. And it's like, I see so many people with their nose poking out and I don't, I like, yeah. I, I, I want to. You know, ask you don't want to be a scold about it, but it's like, well, what, no, I want to. I want to understand. I want to think. Do I want to ask the people? Do you think that you're wearing your mask correctly? Because I feel like there's a chance that they think they're doing it right. I have to start there. I have to think. These people think that they are doing the right thing. They're doing it right. They put the mask on. I just couldn't really breathe so good with my nose in there. Or like, are they like saying wearing a con? That's like wearing a condom, like a neck gaiter. Like yeah. cutting the top off and just have it, having it comfortably rest upon the shaft. Not right, but super I, useful for what we're trying to accomplish. Here. Well, but that, but the thing is, I have to wonder if people don't really know that. Like when I, when I think we talked about this, but when the, the whole mask wearing thing first started, I would see lots and lots of people driving around in their cars with their mask on alone in the car. And so I, I, I didn't understand that. Why, why would you have it on if it's just you in the car and you're alone in the car? And so I, I did a little Twitter poll and you know what? A lot of the answers really surprised me. A lot of people would say, well, Gupta on CNN said you should put it on in the morning and not take it off till the end of the day. So that's what I do. Okay. So they're following instructions that they got, which were wrong, but they got those on. I think they don't let that guy sleep. Yeah. Um, So that was everything. That was one. That was one thing that I heard. Another thing that people Mm -hmm. said is I wouldn't want to create a cloud of virus inside the car so that if I had Mm -hmm. to open the window to shout at a someone riding a bike that I wouldn't expose them to my germs, which by the way, I don't think I have because I haven't been exposed. I mean, there's lots of, there mm-hmm. were so many reasons why people were doing this. And, but at the end of the day, all of them came out uh, as being mainly centered in what seemed like fear that either they don't know what they're supposed to do. They don't want to do it wrong. They're unsure. And you know what it reminded me of the beginning of the AIDS crisis where mm-hmm. we didn't know if we could was it caused was it caused by poppers 
Right. Was it, you know, inside bathhouses? Was it, was it in the air in bathhouses? Right. Like if, or, what, what is causing this quote unquote gay cancer? Or you shake, you shake hands with someone and now you've got it. Or you sit down in a movie theater seat and yeah. your armrest has it. And now you have AIDS. Like we did. But the thing is, we didn't know. Like we did yeah. not know. The science didn't tell us anything. And it took them a long time to figure out mm-hmm. what the real causes were and how you could get it. And, and I, I think it's weird because every, there has been no consistent information about COVID at all this entire time. And now that's being weaponized. That's being weaponized by this administration to say, oh, one day they said do wear, one day they, one day, you know, one, one day they say you got to wear, you can't wear a mask. You shouldn't wear a mask. The next day they say you got to wear a mask. Well, okay. Well, okay. So, so I know there's a lot about science that's extremely confusing to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, but one of the neat things about science is you expect to be wrong. And that part of the interrogation that happens with the scientific method is it's my understanding is that you're constantly looking for the thing that might be wrong or might, might be incorrect or might be off or your methodology is wrong. That's what, that's what makes it science instead of, you know, <laughs> religion. It's, right. it isn't like it got written down once and you get a t-shirt that, that says, God said, I believe it, that settles it. That's not science. The right. science part is based on the best evidence that we have right now, it looks like this is a way to help this. So to try and, you know, as they say, throw Dr. Fauci under the bus or Dr. Burks under the bus for for changing their messaging on on masks. I that's so lame. It's it's just. I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to go beat up on evangelicals because the loaves and fishes story seems a little outlandish. But you're going to beat up on the preeminent public health official in the United States. It's like, also, um, I'm I'm not saying this, there are elements of this movie that have not aged well. But when yeah. it came out in 1993, it had a huge impact on me. Um, a book written by a local local boy made good, Randy Schiltz, um, and the band played on. Yes, I do really recommend. Uh, not least because you're going to see this bananas cast that's in this. Including Syrian, uh, B.D. Wong, Matthew Modine. Um, so it's just a murderer's row of great actors. Um, so uh, I'll put that into show notes. Uh, it's probably still up on HBO. No, you're you're absolutely right. But I don't know. I'm just you know, there's just so much bad faith out there right now, and um, it, bad faith is increasingly increasingly something that um, I'm trying to avoid because. I have to be honest, places like Twitter have just become such an orgy of bad faith. There's just, there's so much, um, feigned outrage about things. And there's so much, well, like, you know, I'm here to speak for the trees. Well, the trees, the trees are good. They don't, they don't need you to be their knight in shining armor. And it's just, it's so frustrating because I, I too would like things to be normal and I too would like both of our moms to live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I too selfishly would love for my kid to have a life again. Right. Let my kid be 13, which she will be for alive in October. And you know, it's, but we're not going to get anywhere near that in, unless we stop being so goddamn ignorant. And thinking that we can eke out these minor victories, you know, mm-hmm. that are, are going to somehow forestall the catastrophe that's falling on us more every day. And it's, it's menacing and it's frustrating and it's, 
I, the, you know, the, 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 I'm not going to say the most I can do, but the slightly more than least I can do is our family tries to be good about this. We don't go places. And we do try. I mean, we <laughs> donate money, money to things. We, my wife volunteers at the, you know, when they giving food out to people. And, but it really is going to take a, a, a group effort that I'm not sure we have in us. I think the, some of the things that made the diversity that made America so theoretically interesting for so long um, is looking more and more like the thing that could be our undoing. Hey, Dan, uh, Dan, I want to talk more about this, about the crisis that's this ravaging us. Uh, but I would love to hear about something you like. I would love to tell you about feels. Feels. All the stuff that we've been talking about, stress, anxiety, chronic pain, trouble sleeping. Like, that's a description of me. That's a description of a lot of people right now, I think. And to be honest, there isn't a lot that you can do to change our environment to change our situation to change what we're doing but we can change uh, a little bit at least is ourselves and one of the things that has really 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 helped me uh personally is cbd and feels makes the cbd that i use now i've actually switched over to them completely uh they're great so people a lot of people know what cbd is uh but for those who don't um basically cbd is something that naturally helps you reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Uh, you put a few drops of feels under your tongue and you will feel a difference within just a few minutes. It's, uh, there's no high. It's, you don't get hung over from it. There's no addiction from it. Um, and uh, it works naturally. It's all natural. And it really, truly does help. It's helped me tremendously. And, uh, and it, it might be able to help you too. And it's worth trying, I think. They have a hotline that you can call them where you can talk to them about what you're experiencing and they'll make recommendations. They have little CBD flights that they send you with different CBDs of different strengths so you can find the perfect match for you. It's a really great service. It gets delivered to your door every month and you save money on every order. You can pause it or cancel it at any time. But once you start using CBD, you'll find out how much it helps you. And the fact that they deliver it on that schedule to you is so nice because you're never going to be in that situation where you're like running out of it. And that's not what you want to happen. So feels is spelled F E A L S feels.com slash back to work. That's where you're going to go. And if you go to that URL feels.com slash back to work, you'll get 50% off your first order and you will get free shipping. So go check it out. Feels.com slash back to work, become a member. You get your 50% automatically taken off your first order with shipping. And we sure do appreciate their support. Thanks very much to feels for making this show possible. Thanks feels. Buck, buck. I'm just going to read you a few of the cast members of, and the band played on. Okay. Um, this is just, this is uh, Matthew Modine, Alan Alda, Ian McKellen, Lily Tomlin, BD Wong, Phil Collins, Steve Martin, Richard Gere, Angelica Houston. That's just a few. I don't remember Steve Martin was in that. Steve Martin played. Let me look here. I think Alan Alda. Wasn't Alan Alda the guy who was like Mm -hmm. the other French? Yeah. He's like fighting the French and yeah. He kind of stole their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's that was like in the period where I feel like he was first. There was that. Of course, much later, there was The Aviator. There was Whispers in the Dark, spoiler, um, where he started playing a bad guy. And, um, oh, God, he was so good in those roles. Um, 
So uh, if I may, like, here's something I've been thinking a lot about is what's going on in Atlanta, where mm-hmm. uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms is the mayor of Atlanta, an African-American woman. Um, Atlanta has a lot about it that's interesting. It's a very large city. It's, ironically enough, where the CDC is based. Um, and it's in a state that's having a heck of a problem right now. And, but so you got a mayor in Atlanta who uh, has a POV, and then you got a governor who's got a different POV. Mm-hmm. Other things to know about her, um, her kid, apparently, according to her, she was on CNN yesterday talking about this, her kid apparently got COVID and was asymptomatic and gave it to her and her husband. Mm. So the mayor of Atlanta had it, and the mayor's husband had it. He was apparently very, very ill. Um, like, you know, he was, he, you've, you've heard those stories about people who like have to get on their hands and knees in order to mm-hmm, breathe mm-hmm. like that, that bad. Mm. So, you know, in addition to being a, a really, I, I don't know, I really admire her. I think she's great. I think she'd be a good VP pick for Biden. I think she's awesome. Um, but so she, uh, I believe did a mask mandate. I think that's how that started was something like last week. She said, Hey, look, from now on, you got to wear a mask in public. Um, and right now the governor of Georgia is suing her personally. He personally is suing her personally to say that her mandate, uh, for masks is, uh, not, not, not the office suing the office. It's just, it's so weird to say that the mayor of Atlanta, where the CDC is based, is not allowed to say she's overstepping her authority, according to him, overriding his double secret mask mandate ban and so that's that's happening right now mm-hmm. which is which is just it's just when stuff like that happens that were like what you're going through with abbott there it's yeah. just it's so shocking to me you know it's so it's so venal and it's so difficult not to see this as part of some kind of death cult some kind of like i i, I was saying to my wife it reminds me almost of something like snowpiercer like some kind of like a uh, dystopian speculative fiction that involves like children being fed into a machine to keep mm-hmm. the stores open. Right. I mean, I don't mean to be you know bleak, but guys, this is bleak. <laughs> anyway, oh, I had another factoid about her, and now it is escaping me. I'll probably come back and scream it at you later when it occurs to me. But you know, the cases just keep climbing, 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 and the governor's like, you know, hey, bread and circuses, bring it on. Let's party. <laughs> yeah, and I mean there's something there's something just so weird about uh about the the differences of opinion because it's it's very much like an opinion thing. And that's that's when I'm listening to you talk about this and I'm thinking about all, all all that I'm hearing. It's it really is like opinions still. And no one accepts and that's the other weird thing is what our government and leadership is doing can be at odds with what uh, medicine is saying. And what science is saying, and yes. both of those things are at odds with each other. And then both of those are at odds with what people are doing because there's never been a clear message. And because people don't follow instructions, at least here in, in our country, you know, they don't listen. They yeah. don't do what they're asked to do. They don't do what they're told to do. They get angry uh, about it. And it's so funny because it's like. If we had just done, and a lot of us did, I'm pretty sure everybody listening to us, Merlin, and you know, they did the smartest, right thing. Smartest audience in the world. I totally think so. And I think that they did the right thing. They, if when they were told to wear a mask, they did. 
If anything, they wore it alone in their car. Good on them. You know, Mm -hmm. like our listeners are the kinds of people like, well, I I don't want to touch it. I don't want to take it off. I'm terrified to do anything. And they're fine. We're not the ones that are spreading it. And most of them are not the ones getting sick. You know, and, and like if we all just did this one stupid, difficult thing universally, for 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 a few weeks it would just be gone it would be done but that's the yeah. other thing that i've always wondered about like the flu season too um the flu season it's like every year it's the same thing and i think mass would help with that too you know my my son was asking me this morning we were on a walk yeah and he said uh he's like well he's like do you think that this is going to get better in in like you know the winter time when it starts getting colder what will, will be going on and i said i I said, I think it'll be worse because we're going to have the flu season. And I said, you know, you mm-hmm. think about flu symptoms and cold symptoms and COVID symptoms. They all start out pretty similar. You're going to have way more people thinking that they have it and, and doing other <laughs> things. And I'm like, it's going to be screwed up then, too. But, but even with the flu, it's my understanding anyway that um, <laughs> we we're talking about this on You Look Nice today where you go to the shampoo aisle and you think I, I want some shampoo. And it's like, well, get ready for a journey because there's a lot of shampoo here. Saying flu is kind of, I think, like saying shampoo. Like every year, first of all, we have a vaccine for the flu, flus. Mm-hmm. But it's my understanding that that is tricky too, because you have to put to each, each year, it's not like you have a whole bunch of this that's been sitting around for 30 years. You make a new, as my understanding, anyway, yeah, every, you make every a new season. flu vaccine every year that in, tries to anticipate, to the best of your ability, tries to anticipate the strains and offshoots that are most likely to be widespread and cause trouble and so forth. And then you give it to people. Does it make the flu not happen? No, the flu still happens. People get the flu, especially people who didn't get a vaccination. It's a repeating calendar reminder for me every year to get a flu vaccination. Mm-hmm. Now, um, anyway, but like, okay, so so what, what, what does it do though? Okay, what well, does several things? Again, I'm going to stop saying it's my understanding because let's just please imply that from now on. Okay. You get the flu vaccine. Okay, well, there's a pretty good chance that's going to help you not get the flu, uh, any of the flus. But it might help you have, even if it's not, even if the vaccine that they came up with is not totally on point for the flu that ends up being the problem, it turns out that you may have a may a way less severe case of that flu because you got vaccinated. And all of this then comes all the way back to, guess what? The fewer people that have the flu, the fewer people that get the flu because you're not spreading it. We've been through this, everybody. <laughs> this is, I mean, it's, 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 it's so bananas to me. What was I, what was I going to say to you um, about the flu and kids? I could do a second uh, sponsor while you remember. Yeah, I guess. I hate when I can't remember things, Dan. Tell me about something you like. I'd love to tell you about Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, I would. One of the greatest challenges that we are all facing is taking the information that's available and knowing where to focus. This is the same problem with hiring. And you know, there's a lot of people right now that the world has not stopped because of COVID. People still need to get new jobs. They still need to hire. And with Indeed, you have access to the largest pool of talent and you can hire the right people and you can hire them fast. Uh, Indeed.com, it's the number one job site in the world. Because they get you the best people fast. That's it. That's it's as simple as that. I mean, we could end the spot right there. That's it. But here's the cool part about it. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time. Yeah, there's no long-term contracts. And they have powerful tools that make your search 
much, much easier and much more effective. So they have sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in the hire. They've got, they found that 73% of online job seekers visited Indeed each month. Like Indeed is going to work for you. It's going to get you the people that you need. Uh, and they have for over 3 million businesses. So right now they're offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts. So what that means is more candidates are going to see it and they're going to see it faster. So in order to do that, you go to Indeed, I-N-D-E-E-D, Indeed.com slash back to work. That's the place to go to get your $75 credit. Go check it out. They want me to say that terms and conditions apply and they want me to say that the offer is valid through September 30th. So go check it out, indeed.com slash back to work. And thanks very much to them for making the show possible. Thanks, Indeed. Buck, buck. You were saying, what were you saying? You were saying something along the lines of about, um, uh, I, I guess how, how like you, you hear different messages from people and there's different amounts of what we know at a given time and what we know changes, right? Is that sort of what you were saying? Yeah. Um, everything yeah. that's going on is different and where you, who you listen to is different and what they tell you is different. It's like, stop, you know, how it's, how it's enforced, how your neighbors <clears throat> feel. Are you going to get called a pussy at the grocery store if right. you wear a mask? Yeah. I had you a friend I mean? who lives it's up re- in, um, everything is reached so regional. He know? lives up in Ohio and, uh, and he said to me, he's, he's like, you wearing a mask? I'm like, yeah, of course I am. He's like, uh, I'm like, are you not? He's like, uh, if I wore one here, I'd be the only one and people would point and stare at me and maybe beat me up. And he lives yep. in like a really rural area. And I'm hearing uh, that in Florida too. Yeah, It's so strange to me. Well, I mean, it's just more macho BS, you know? But, you know, so so the I think we could even problematize this even a little more. Hi, welcome to Back to Work, the preeminent COVID podcast. Um, <laughs> we could problematize this even more because... Uh, yes, what we know changes. The way that information flows, oh boy, are there a lot of problems with the way that information flows right now. We don't have time to get any anywhere near into that. But then not only does it change, but it lags. Like who acts on what at a given time lags? What's the running joke for the last 30, 40 years is, is the like, you know, scientist announces, you know, um, apples will definitely kill you. Then scientists announced that not eating apples will definitely kill you. And you're like, come on, science, make up your mind. Like, remember when everything was like low fat? You could have all the carbs you want. You just sit down and eat a bagel every morning because it didn't have fat. It's good for you. And that changed over time. We started to have a different view of that. And turns out, turns out, turns out. So there's all of that. I mean, on top of everything else, if you are looking for the best information, well, the best information is, is, is fresh and complete and honest. And it's... Very difficult to find all of those things. Um, but to your other point, though, about like, so I feel like, you know, pe- different people having different responses to this. And like the fact that, again, the mayor or the uh, rather the governors of Texas and Georgia, such homemade dinglings. And it's just it's it's so brutal. And I mean, and nobody's without sin. I mean, even people like, you know, Gavin Newsom and Cuomo, like, boy, there's a lot of stuff they probably could have done better. But. Um, but like, I, I, I feel like the, in, in the absence of information that is perfect, why don't I, and I know this isn't free. I know this isn't without cost, but why don't we all lock it way, way down for a while? Well, why don't we do that? Well, it's really bad for the economy. It's bad for jobs, you know, two different like classic San Francisco restaurants near my neighborhood have closed the cliff house out by uh, Ocean Beach is closed. Oh, oh, 
follow-up. I'm um, sorry, I don't have the listener's name in front of me. I apologize. But I guess somebody who's in Pinellas County, uh, that flea market I mentioned last week, the Wagon Wheel, it, it closed in March and it's done. Really? Now. It's done, like done, yeah. done. Because of it was, it's it was a very interesting story. Yeah, it started out basically uh, in I think the '60s as a place where this guy could sell guns. He expanded it, expanded it, expanded it to this. And I, I went and yeah, you know, again I looked at that site. It, it's really, really, really big. It's a lot of real estate to have sitting there. Anyhow, um, so I understand it's not without cost, but there's another option to this that has a much higher cost, which is to half-ass this. Because when you half-ass it, you go back to one. Like we reset. I mean, <laughs> you, and, and, and so the thing, okay, what I'm trying to get at is the thing that drives me bananas is when people, I, again, I, I don't, there's a reason I'm not in the corner office, but when somebody like LA's mayor, uh, Garcetti comes out and says, Oh man, wow. It's really, really, I mean, go look at the numbers for LA. It's crazy. Really? And he's like, Ooh, Ooh, I don't know. Uh, we're definitely like code orange. You're like, well, what does that mean? It's like, it's, it's bad. It's like four out of five. Yeah, yeah we're really close to going to red. It's like, dude, mm. why don't you go to red now? What, <laughs> what do you gain in economic um, improvement by having so many people making so many other people sick? What are you waiting for? Like, and the thing I said to, um, who did I say this to? I think I've said this to Roderick probably after the show yesterday, but... I was I uh, had drawn a bath on uh, over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I do this thing where I, I run the water all the way hot because of physics, right? All the way hot, and so you get it about halfway up. Don't email me. And then I start adding cold water until it's close to where I'd like it to be. Why do I get it to close to where I'd like it to be? Because if I wait until this is again physics if i wait until the bath water is exactly the temperature that i want now it's too late and the water's too cold and getting colder i had to get it to where it's still a little bit too hot in order for it to be any kind of a bath that i could enjoy for a few minutes Do you follow what i'm saying yes and like i don't know why but standing in the bathtub nude the this weekend sorry for the mental image it no, reminded I'm, me a I'm little bit of how we're it. treating covid where it's like, oh boy, you know, we got to get this, we want to get this just right. But you know, you could instead, if you, if it was uh, the lives of millions of people rather than a 10 minute bath, how about you let it, how about we let this really just cool down <laughs> before we try to do anything too cute? And I feel like the reopenings are like, I don't know, a little too much cold water. It's a really strained analogy, but I don't think there, I, do, I think history, I suspect history will reflect. There was very little benefit, short, medium, or long-term from sitting on this stuff and hoping that a minimal effort with slightly lower impact would actually take care of it. And each time we pop our head up out of that little gopher hole, restart, got to go back. I like a bath. Mm. Did I tell you my, um, I forget, I'm so sorry. I forget who I tell what. Did I tell you my, I don't think I told you. Did I tell you my recent Walgreens anecdote? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think, yeah, I think it was, I told Syracuse on the show that comes out Thursday, but long story short, I'm, I'm have to go pick up my monthly prescription at Walgreens, which uh-huh. I, in the best of circumstances, is a real pain in the butt. It's a terrible Walgreens and... Anyway, I'm in my socially distanced line and I'm waiting. Long story short, the person in front of me is uh, 
Yeah, of course. I'm only ever behind somebody who's about trying to re- refinance their house. And this person is saying, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's available in the generic version, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, did I mention this person had her mask around her neck? <laughs> Five or six of those. And the, the, the pharmacy lady uh, says, could you please put your mask all the way on? <laughs> mm. So uh, she grudgingly puts on her mask. Anyway, uh, like I said to Syracuse, it reminds me of that scene in Caddyshack where Ted Knight's telling the bishop the the taste, tasteless joke, and then he turns and you realize that you know he's got the priest collar. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this woman finished her transaction, she turned around and she's a nurse. She was in a nurse's uniform oh, from wow. a local hospital. Wow, that's crazy. I don't know. I I was so I was just so angry. She had like five or six really big dry coughs and no mask on. And and the the, the lady, I mean, I, I don't know if she was a tech or a nurse, but she had the you know not the scrubs, but the uniform of distinctive uniform of a local hospital. And you know, it's just wild to me that the pharmacist not not the pharmacist, the pharmacist assistant lady had to say to her, "Please put your mask on, as you cough all over my plexiglass." Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so odd. Why? I, no, I'm done talking about this. It's just, I'm going to put my marker down. I will, I will, I'm going to be like Christian Bale in the big short. In the end, I will take no pleasure in collecting my $5 for this bet. But we will, in perhaps even by the end of the year, we will look back at this time as w- not just one lost opportunity, but by my count, probably three lost opportunities that we just blew because we didn't want to look at what was really happening and boy, is it ever going to screw us up for a long time, which kind of gets to that topic idea that we probably don't have time to go into it too much today, but we, we touched on this. I feel like probably in the second or third week of the COVID times, but it is, it, to me, it's interesting to sort of extrapolate just as a parlor game to extrapolate what kind of stuff, you know, Lister, do you have to do a few minutes to talk about this? Yeah, I mean, we got, uh, yeah, a couple minutes for her. Well, we can, uh, maybe I'll just put it on the table and we can uh, just toss it out a little bit to talk about maybe for next time because we yeah. always need a good topic. Yeah. Um, what are the things that will are likely to change in the medium and long term? Well, there's some, I feel like there's some stuff we've seen already. Dining restaurants and bars, woof, it's going to be tough for a while. That's... That's going to have to be different if they, if and when they do reopen in any way. I mean, we keep assuming this vaccine is just going to parachute out of the sky because of all this horse race reporting by the by the fake news media. No, but the horse race reporting about the 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 race to the vaccine, I feel, is um, almost certainly irrationally exuberant. But. You know, even if we, even when we do get a vaccine, well, okay, here's another change. What does this tell us about future infrastructure? Mm-hmm. One of the problems with schools is schools were never designed to accommodate these kinds of things. What changes in planning? Will our cities look different? Will our public transit look different? What stuff will just totally go away? What stuff might replace it? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, what are the things that we can imagine? Even just, I mean, g- even getting away from like what we've seen already. The Cliff House is gone. That sucks. I had a really good meal there um, earlier this year. But, you know, I think, you know what I'm saying though? Like, so people are going to have to travel sometimes. So how do you travel to, uh, how do you, 
How do you address travel in a way that, number one, accommodates the stuff we know is out there right now, but also not, I don't, we, we can't ever future-proof, but we can be a little bit future-resistant. What do we start planning and changing for what might come next? Bill Gates has been talking about this for years, that this was going to happen. Is that an interesting topic, possibly, for the future? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's an article that I, I'm going to put in notes um, not because it makes me happy, but because it really made me think. And it was a wonderful piece last week in a, in a uh, actually a magazine I used to subscribe, subscribe to called In These Times. And it was this uh, amazing and depressing, wild article where you take a few big steps back and look at all these different things, all these different systematic infrastructure failures all these things, it's sort of like that Michael Lewis book, you know, The Fifth Risk, like all these things that have failed, starting, let's say, with COVID, but even stuff like, you know, George Floyd and um, the, the, the protests, uh, but it goes so much further. And basically, it's this article that I feel like so lucidly and mercilessly addresses how the one failure affects all the other failures and vice versa. And so now we are about 10 days away from that $600 a week thing drying up. There mm -hmm. is going to be, unless something changes, right. there's going to be, on top of the housing crisis that we have right now, there's going to be a huge wave of evictions coming. When that happens, that's more people on the street to get sick or, you know, in a shelter or wherever or jammed into a multi-generational house. I mean, you don't have to be nuts about this. It isn't like somebody, you know, moves from their mansion into a hefty bag all the time. But that's that, that just that one thing is huge to taking away that money that kept people, you know, managing their life a little bit better. That's going to go away. Oh, but payroll tax cut, you know, that's coming. That's cool. But anyway, I'll put it in uh, show notes because I, I do think, I do think it's important to grasp that this is, this is, it's big my mom is so tired of people talking about this. She's so mad. They always talk about this on TV, but like there's no other story until we clear this one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, this is it. This is the main thing. This is it. This is the story. Oh, most of my flies are gone. So that's good. It took three Oh, that weeks. is good. That's very good. I'm yeah. Glad. But like, you know, it's like Javier Bardem, you know, and the 55 gallon drum full of rats, la la la. <laughs> you know, there's like one left for a while. <laughs> it's like, go and tell the others. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it fought into the barrel. Um, that's a really good movie. Um, Wagon Wheel flies. Beta finds. There you go. Uh, Nostradamus pants. Dan, I think I think that's. I'm sorry that was such a depressing episode. But oh, it's the best. Um, the best ones, are the ones where it's depressing. People, I know you're tired of hearing this. Do all the things you that you've been asked to do, but also please start socializing this more actively with people you know. I. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that doesn't work. Maybe maybe it's a Fox News grandpa problem and just the entire country is going to go down the tubes because, uh, you know, one guy with a thumb for a head doesn't like the way his goatee feels under a mask. I can't breathe, Mr. Trump, sir! It's like, ugh, we're all in this together, you know? It's like, uh, like uh, Robert De Niro says in Brazil, we're all in it together. <laughs> Say the number. Let's button this up. All right. Okay. I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.